welcome in Jason Benetti. He is the new TV voice for Valley Sports Detroit and your Detroit Tigers. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Welcome in, Jason. Hello, sir. I feel like I'm uh, I feel like I'm 15 again and listening to you on AM 1000 in Chicago in my car. Wow, with Lou Canellis, man. You were 15. Yeah, I know you're a Chicago guy. Wow. Well, I appreciate you listening <laughs> back in the day. You really don't make me feel old right now, Jason. Thank you. I, You know what? I, I had two choices, not tell you or have that be the possibility. But, no, I used to... I used to drive around with my parents listening to the huge show all the time on 1000, honestly. Well, well, you know what, buddy? And I mean that. I'm in my 32nd year, almost 33rd year doing a talk show all across the country. Now back home here statewide of Michigan. It it means a lot to me because I respect what you've done, buddy, what you have overcome. Uh, You're awesome on hoops, uh, do a great job on baseball. And when I saw the news that you had cut a deal with the Tigers, I said, uh, that is a legitimate home run in terms of broadcasting. So thank you for the kind words. Absolutely. No, I, uh, I thank you for saying what you just said, too. Uh, it's, it is a little surreal to me to be talking to you, and I'm being totally honest, because like the voice is in my head for a, for a long, long time. So it's cool. It's fun for me. All right, so you're a Chicago guy. You were calling, I think, the Sox games down in Chicago, if I'm not wrong, also doing the national stuff for ESPN hoops, and I mentioned uh, baseball games. Uh, what made you uh, say, you know what, I'm going to leave my hometown. I'm going to go work for Valley Sports Detroit and be the TV voice of the Tigers. Yeah, uh, the Tigers showed some interest through my agent, and we don't need to go through all the uh, you know the maneuverings and all that stuff. But like the the interview process with the Tigers. Uh, I talked to, I would say, 12 to 15 people over the course of the time interviewing with the Tigers, whether it be dinner or over Zoom or whatever, and that's including some Valley Sports Detroit people as well who were great. And all the questions they asked me were the questions that I would have wanted to be asked about how I do what I do, how I might fit with a team, how I work with a group, creativity, what a baseball broadcast looks like, all that stuff. And they really value the position of play-by-play announcer. And I honestly don't know that that's the same everywhere across the country, which is too bad, as Tigers fans know. I mean, like Dan Dickerson for 25 years now, Ernie Harwell for all the decades that he did Tigers games. Like, it is, it is a place that cares about the thing that I have dedicated my life to. And that was an easy yes for me once I realized that. You know, the Tigers as a franchise, as an organization, they're in that franchise group with the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cubs, the Dodgers, Cardinals, I think I would uh, put in there, maybe Baltimore to a point, Cleveland uh, maybe in the mix, but the fan base, the tradition, the history, where you mentioned Dan Dickerson near in three decades the legendary Ernie Harwell, who always set the bar as high as anybody in broadcasting right there uh, with Vin Scully. But but there is a badge of honor when you're a part of the Tigers. I feel that. I'm telling you, I did a game at Butler last night. Uh, Marquette at Butler, college basketball. 
And I had no fewer than 10 people come up to me either before or after the game and say, lifelong Tiger fan, really happy that you're with us. And I, I get the sense that Tigers fans, and I saw from a distance right uh, in Chicago what the Lions have meant to that city. And the Tigers run even deeper in terms of all the way back to the very, very early 1900s, 1901, when the AL started and all of that. Like, this is a franchise that matters so deeply to people because it mattered to the people who raised them. And it is absolutely, like you said about Ernie and the bar that he set, it is, it's not a job. It really, and I, and I know I sound like a press release when I say this and I don't mean it, but like, it's an honor to sit in that chair and the way the Tigers describe the job, they see it that way too, which makes me feel even more like I revere the job. Jason Bonetti, new TV voice for your Tigers and face on Bally Sports Detroit, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. And a thing that maybe the casual Tigers fan or sports fans listening right now don't realize that uh, you have cerebral palsy. And that journey of living with that, uh, Jason, uh, your life, it's like a movie script. Well, thank you. I mean, the one sad thing for Tigers fans is that it hasn't affected my ability to have a terrible sense of humor. So (laughs) you'll just have to get used to that. But I look, um, I am one of the very fortunate ones with CP that is able to speak very clearly and does not have any effect to my speaking capacity. There are a lot of people with the same thing that I have that are in wheelchairs or using assistive technology devices or whatever it might be. And I'm not in that boat and I'm very lucky to have had that happen. But you know, the one thing I've learned over the course of time with having CP and as as people meet me around the Michigan area or Detroit, you know, specifically, you'll see that I don't walk like everybody else. My eye drifts a little bit. The the one thing that I have really learned is all those books about first impressions are both really right and really wrong. I mean, people see me and sometimes they want to talk slowly to me or think I can't understand things or like can't get around myself. Like I just had a guy at a hotel in Indianapolis apologize to me because he didn't open the door to the hotel, which also had a revolving door. Like I couldn't handle the revolving door. Like I, sometimes I get these reactions that to me are like curb your enthusiasm funny, but my takeaway from living it is, yeah, people do think things of me at first, but then, you know, once they get to know me, that first impression doesn't matter anymore, which I think is a really, really cool life lesson that I'm glad I got to live. I read one of the stories that you said, Jason, that you were born an underdog and what happens inside the belly mind of an underdog is that they're going to fight and show everybody they can shock the world. And here you are, you know, national broadcaster, the ESPN hoops, baseball, like I mentioned with the white Sox before coming over to Bally Sports Detroit, but I'm guessing uh, the child adulthood is a little bit different. You can, you're making a living, you're working, you, you, you've proven everybody wrong, but as a kid growing up with cerebral palsy, there, there had to be major challenges. 
Yeah, and they're not really physical challenges, right? It's like I I can get around fine. I don't have like chronic pain, and again, I'm really lucky to be in that boat. But I do have people who meet me for the first time that assume I can't do stuff. And so, you know, I'm not Michael Jordan, but when I watch The Last Dance, I get it. You know, when I when I hear somebody like Casey Mize talking about coming back from injury and just wanting to be able to show everybody what he can do, uh, do, like, that makes sense to me. So the 13 seed in a month in the NCAA tournament, yeah, like, I, I get that too, right? They get off the bus and you're like, well, those uniforms don't look exactly perfect and they don't have the same name across the chest, but, you know, let's see what happens. And then they go down 8 nothing. And you're like, oh, they're toast. Well, sometimes you go down eight nothing, and you're Princeton, and you beat UCLA 43-41. Like, that happens in life. And I do believe, like, that's why I connect with people who are underdogs. So, yeah, I, that matters to me deep in my heart. Jason Benetti, he is the new TV voice for the Tigers with Bally Sports Detroit joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, part of the reason for you leaving Chicago, your hometown, coming to Detroit, do you feel the timing is right that the Tigers now are on that upwards trajectory? Yeah, that's part of it. That's certainly part of it. I, I got to know Scott Harris a little bit uh, through my friend Len Casper, who was a longtime Cubs TV voice and now the White Sox radio voice. We were standing in the dugout talking with Scott, you know, Scott and the Cubs initially. And the first thing I thought was like, man, this is a really smart dude. And we got to maybe 30, 35 minutes in the conversation. And I've known AJ Hinch for, for a while now after meeting him in 2016 when he was at the Astros, my first year with the White Sox. And I, did, I think the world of how they're building this thing. And I know it hasn't shown in a playoff berth yet. I totally get that. And I know the proof is in the results. And that's the only way people will really latch on in the end. But, like, I believe in the young talent. I believe in young pitching development. We've seen it with a guy like Tarek Skubal and what he did at the end of the year. The Tigers seem to be the type of place where people are going to want to go to get built into something a little more than they actually are right now. And I think once you pile a lot of those up together, especially with even more at bats from Torque and from Riley Green and all those guys, like I do. I I wouldn't have taken the job if I didn't think that. That is absolutely true, huge. So what excites you as you're doing your research and the Tigers have reported uh most of the Tigers have uh, to Lakeland, Florida for spring training. They're in, you can say without trying to dress it down or up the weakest division in major league baseball. I would think if you can finish anywhere over 500, you're probably in the AL central hunt in September. I totally agree. Uh, so that that's part of it is it's a very gettable division, even if you're not the best version of what you think this core is going to be. And then it's, you know, I'm, I'm not down there yet. I'm flying down tonight actually for my first trip to Lakeland, but uh, to hear Riley Green saying, like, he's ready and he's healthy and he wants to go, like, to see Spencer Torkelson do from afar what I've seen him, just the small improvements over the course of the last year and a half, 
to know that there is a dedication to somebody like Colt Keith at second base, that they feel strongly enough about him to give him one of those long-term contracts before he's made it. And I know uh, some people don't love those. Some people really like them. It's again, results are results. We'll see. But the fact that Tigers really want to dedicate at bats to young players to see what they can do in a season where it feels like if you hit a little bit on upside on a couple guys, like you said, it's a very gettable division. Like, do you think you're going to be the favorite? No, Vegas doesn't think that either. It seems like, but if you hit on a couple things, you could probably win the division. And that's, that's not what they want long-term, but it does get a little tantalizing, doesn't it? Yeah, I look at the starters, and you mentioned Mize, and I think, you know, school bull guys coming back from injuries. Uh, I, I think there's enough there if, you know, there's about five names. I mentioned Mize, I mentioned school bull. Uh, Torque to kind of repeat at least what he did last year, maybe bump up the average a little bit. And Riley Green staying healthy, I think, is just, you know, I get Cole Keith and what they're doing, and they're playing the game that we're going to pay him now and don't have to pay him $200 million. Uh, three years from now. Uh, but to me, it's Riley Green staying healthy and getting a full season out of him would be so big for the Tigers in 2024. I'm with you. And I also think, you know, all of the previews that have to do with the Tigers basically don't even mention possible hobby bias improvement. And I know that there's a reason for that because people are a little jaded or a lot jaded about the contract and everything. And I I get it. But I I would say too, if Javi Baez puts up something like you'd want and he'd want, I I think there's a big gap between what we saw and what his, what his ceiling is. We know that from watching him in Chicago. So I also think like, yeah, all the young talent that you and I have talked about, but I do think like, if he's a little different, this team gets much better. I agree. Uh, he'll he'll kickstart the lineup. There's there there's a lot of quick improvement. You're not really reaching on anything we discussed, and we'll see what the season brings. But Jason, uh, I did want to have my first conversation with you. I look forward to talking again later in the season. Thank you so much for. Uh, taking me back to my days in Chicago and when you were 15 in the car with the parents listening to me, I'm probably headed to the retirement home after this show and just going to have a prune shake. Will you, will you please tell me you're going to do the show from the retirement home, though? Like, if you do go there, please make sure that you are holding a headset on your head and you're talking to everybody there because it would be so hilarious. Well, probably knowing me and how I can't get away from a microphone is that at what age when I uh, do end up in a retirement home, I'm going to be doing, I'll have the headset on nonstop interviewing people, giving opinions. I'm, I'm telling you right now, this peaches and cottage cheese, it's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, man, safe what travels. Yeah, yeah, safe travels uh, to Lakeland. Always a small world, Jason, and I appreciate the love, okay? No, thank you. Really appreciate you having me. Yeah, Jason Benetti. I tell you what, for me personally to have someone of his level talk about my voice and listening to me growing up, he basically, and I don't want to overthink this, 
but he said I inspired him to greatness. Superfly has this recorded. I think the new Tigers TV voice, Jason Benetti, you hear him calling hoops on ESPN and baseball, just said I'm the voice of God. Brett's like, you know, you just ruined a beautiful, unscripted moment, and you made it about you. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. 